Bad. So the first hadith today then Qala al-Bukhari wa rahimahullah ta'ala Haddathana Muslim ibn Ibrahim Qala haddathana Hisham Qala haddathana Qatadah An Anasin radiyallahu anhu Qal Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Yujma'ul mu'minina yawmal qiyamah Fayaqulun Law istashfa'na ila rabbina فيريحنا من مكاننا هذا فيأتون آدم فيقولون له أنت آدم أبو البشر خلقك الله بيده وأسجد لك الملائكة وعلمك أسماء كل شيء فاشفع لنا إلى ربنا حتى يريحنا فيقول لهم لست هنا لست هناكم فيذكر لهم خطيئته التي اصاب The narration mentions how the believers will be gathered on the day of resurrection and so they will say if only there was someone who could intercede on our behalves with Allah so that we could be taken out of this place of difficulty we can be removed away from this place of difficulty after they are resurrected and all the difficulties are there they want to move away from that so they say, if only there was someone who could intercede on our behalves with Allah, so that we may be removed from this place to something of comfort. So they come to Adam and they say to him, you are the father of mankind. Allah created you with his hand and told the angels to prostrate to you and taught you the names of everything. So intercede for us with our Lord so that he may give us ease. So he says to them, I am not the one for you. And he mentions to them the mistake that he fell into. That is obviously a small section from a much longer hadith. Because as we've seen before, after that then they go to the other messengers. They go to Nuh and Ibrahim and uh, Musa and Isa. They go to the various prophets and messengers in the longer hadith, the actual full narration. Here he's only quoted that section from it. Al-Shaykh al-Fameen says, ذكر المؤلف طرفا من الحديث الطويل الذي فيه ذكر مرورهم على موسى 
in the full version when they come to Musa السلام, and they want him to intercede for them they mention that you're the one who Allah spoke to they mention that as a virtue of Musa السلام, and that is the purpose and the point here because that then affirms the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Another point that Sheikh Al-Thaymeen rahimahullah ta'ala makes here with regards to Musa السلام, we spoke about it in one of the previous chapters the ayah وَكَلَّمَ اللَّهُ مُوسَى تَكْلِيمًا how the people of innovation claim that it's actually Musa speaking to Allah and not that it's an affirmation of Allah speaking to Musa as Shaykh Al-Thaymeen says, if that was true, and it's not, and we've shown why it's not, but let's say it was the case, and this is how uh, Sheikh Muhammad Al-Amin Al-Shanqiti, he mentions in his books, min tanazul, that when you're debating someone, sometimes you may say to them, min tanazul, as you say, for the sake of the argument. So here, for the sake of the argument, let's say it meant that Musa spoke to Allah, not the other way around, and therefore it doesn't prove the speech of Allah there. If that was the case for the sake of the argument, then what is the actual virtue and the purpose of that being mentioned in the Quran? That Musa spoke to Allah. All of the believers speak to Allah, call upon Allah, make dua to Allah. All of the believers do that. So what virtue and specific point is there to be made in saying that Musa spoke to Allah? There would be no particular point or virtue or anything specific left in that scenario that way around to mention. So the actual miracle and the actual point and the actual uh, virtue is the fact that Musa spoke, uh, that Allah spoke to Musa السلام, Not that just Musa spoke to Allah. All of the believers address Allah, call upon Allah, make dua to Allah. So that is just another emphasis upon the point from the previous section. Then we have a lengthy narration. And you know they say, when you find a hadith that's really long, most of the time it's not authentic. Of course, here, or in Bukhari, the narration is of course authentic. And just as a general thing they mention, when you come across really long hadith, more than likely you need to look into it and its authenticity and what's going on. Here, of course, that's not an issue. Here, it is in Al-Bukhari. This narration is, of course, authentic. In the print of the book that we're using, it's two and a half pages long. And so this hadith now. قال حدثنا عبد العزيز بن عبد الله قال حدثني سليمان عن شريك ابن عبد الله أنه قال سمعت ابن مالك يقول ليلة أصري برسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من مسجد الكعبة 
Sharik Ibn Abdullah he mentions Annahu Qal that I heard Ibn Malik say that on the night that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was taken from Al Masjid Al Haram the night of Al Isra Al Mi'raj. In reference to the night of Al Isra Al Mi'raj, the night of Ascension, as they refer to it. He says, So on that night, when the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was taken in that ascension, the night of Al Isra Al Mi'raj, أنه جاءه ثلاثة نفر قبل أن يوحى إليه وهو نائم في المسجد الحرام that three people came to him before it was revealed to him and he was asleep in المسجد الحرام فَقَالَ أَوَّلُهُمْ So the first of these three people said to him, to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam أَيُّهُمْ هُوَ Which of them is he? فَقَالَ أَوْسَطُهُمْ هُوَ خَيْرُهُمْ فَقَالَ آخِرُهُمْ خُذُوا خَيْرَهُمْ so the first of them said, which one is he? So he said, the middle one. He is the best of them. And then the other one of them said, take the best of them. How do they mention it there? One of them said, which of them is he? The middle angel said, he is the best of them. The last angel said, take the best of them. So they said, which, is the, which one is he? They said the middle, the best of them. So they said, take the best of them. Perhaps. How is the translation mentioned again? Now again, start from the beginning. He is asleep in Al-Masjid Al-Haram. Then the first one says... In brackets. Mm. So three Ja'ahu Thalafatu Nafar, three individuals came to him in reference to three angels. And then and before the revelation came, and then he was asleep at the time in Al Masjid al Haram. So one of them said, Which one is he? The middle one of them, of the three, said, He is the best of them. Then the other one said, the last one, take the best of them. And that is all in reference to the Prophet Muhammad And how many had come to him and who were they? Three angels. Three angels came to him on that night. One of them says, which one is he? The other one says, the best, he is the best of them. And the last one says, then take the best of them. And that is all in reference to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. فَكَانَتْ تِلْكَ اللَّيْلَةِ 
فلم يراهم حتى أتوه ليلة أخرى فيما يرى قلبه وتنام عينه ولا ينام قلبه وكذلك الأنبياء تنام أعينهم ولا تنام قلوبهم فلم يكلموه so then فكانت تلك الليلة so that's what occurred that night فلم يراهم حتى أتوه ليلة أخرى فيما يرى قلبه وتنام عينه ولا ينام قلبه and then he didn't see them again until they came another night in that which the heart sees how do they say it no the, the full thing how do they mention that part there فكانت تلك الليلة that much happened on that night that's what occurred on that night فلم يراهم then he didn't see them حتى أتوه until they came to him ليلة أخرى another night and then then after that then after that Mm, same there then so on the first night the three of them came the three angels and that discussion occurred and it was mentioned the prophet muhammad is the best of them then he didn't see them again until another night when they came and this time it was after the revelation had begun the first incident was before the revelation had begun so now after the revelation had begun begun this other incident on this other night now occurred and then he saw them in that which the heart sees uh, and his eyes were asleep but his heart is not asleep and this is how the prophets are their eyes may be asleep but their hearts are not asleep so they didn't speak to him until they carried him and they went and placed him at the well of Zamzam so then Jibreel was the one who came upon him so then Jibreel split open from what is of his or from the area of his neck down to the area close to the navel what did they mention to the middle of his chest from the neck down to his chest that section cut that section cut until he was then done with his from his chest and middle section uh, what he did there then he washed him with the water of Zamzam with his hands until he had purified the insides of the Prophet then a type of bowl what do they say a tray a bowl 
the first word the first word they mention as the the uh, okay the tost min dhahab the tray of gold within it a gold bowl and then full of belief and wisdom this golden tray within it a golden bowl full of belief and wisdom iman and hikmah فَحَشَى بِهِ صَدْرَهُ وَلَغَادِيدَةٌ يعني عروق حلقه فَحَشَى بِهِ صَدْرَهُ وَلَغَادِيدَةٌ يعني عروق حلقه ثم أطبقه ثم عرج به إلى السماء الدنيا then فَحَشَى بِهِ صَدْرَهُ وَلَغَادِيدَةٌ What does it mention? After the bowl with the iman and the wisdom So Muhammad وسلم, his upper section from the neck down through the chest was split open. Then this bowl or tray of gold with a bowl of gold full of wisdom and iman was inserted into him and into the, the veins of his neck and into his chest. Then after this incident of the splitting of the chest and the washing out and the insertion of the iman after all of that then the ascension occurred to the, the first heaven so then he was taken up to the first heaven and the door was knocked is there a better word there the door was knocked at the first heaven the gate was called upon and somebody from the inhabitants of that heaven calls out who is this so then he says Jibreel so then they say and who is with you he says with me is Muhammad and then that other one says has he been given the revelation has he been sent as a messenger he says yes then they say in that case welcome to you so the inhabitants of the heavens they they take glad tidings from this there is glad tidings in them for this the inhabitants of the heavens do not know what Allah wants with him upon the earth until he informs them so in that first heaven he finds Adam Adam السلام, is in that first heaven. So then Jibreel says to the Prophet Muhammad 
This is your father. So give salam to him. فَسَلَّمَ عَلَيْهِ وَرَدَّ عَلَيْهِ آدَمُ So the Prophet ﷺ gives him salam and Adam alayhi salam replies to him وَقَالْ مَرْحَبًا وَأَهْلًا بِبْنِي Welcome, then Adam says, Welcome to my son, نِعْمَ الْإِبْنُ أَنْتَ What a, a great and blessed son you are فَإِذَا هُوَ فِي السَّمَاءِ الدُّنْيَا بِنَهْرَيْنِ يَطَّرِدَانِ فَقَالْ مَا هَذِ النَّهْرَانِ Ya Jibreel, qala hadha al-neel wal-furatu unsuruhuma. Then in that heaven, fa'idha huwa fi-s-samai dunya bi-nahrayni yattaridan. That there were two rivers in that heaven, yattaridan, what did they say? Two flowing rivers. Two flowing rivers in that heaven, and then he says, What are these two rivers, O Jibreel? He says, Hadha Nil, this is the Nile, Wal Furatu Unsuruhuma. That section they say? Euphrates, the Nile and the Euphrates, the sources of the Nile and the Euphrates. And where are those two rivers? One is in your country, MashaAllah, MashaAllah. And that country is Uganda, Allahu Akbar. And the other one in Egypt. So then these two rivers that are found in that first heaven, it is mentioned that they are the sources of the Nile and the Euphrates. ثُمَّ مَضَى بِهِ فِي السَّمَاءِ فَإِذَا هُوَ بِنَهْرٍ آخَرْ عَلَيْهِ قَصْرٌ مِنْ لُؤْلُؤٍ وَزَبْرَجَتْ فَضَرَبَ يَدَهُ فَإِذَا هُوَ مِسْكٍ قَالَ مَا هَذَا يَا جِبْرِيلِ قَالَ هَذَا الْكَوْفَرِ الَّذِي خَبَأَ لَكَ رَبُّكَ ثُمَّ عَرَجَ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ الثَّانِيَةِ Then after these rivers are seen, he then goes with him, continues with him in that heaven, and they come across another river and upon that river there is a palace of pearls and what do they say emerald pearls and emerald a palace of pearl and emerald there فَضَرَبَ يَدَهُ فَإِذَا هُوَ and then he hits the hand upon what how does it say he puts his hand into the river and it is misk. It is the misk. So then he says, what is this, O Jibreel? He then tells him, this is Al-Kawthar. The Kawthar, which Allah has kept hidden for you. Another word? Has kept for you, that's all. That Allah has kept for you, that Allah has... Uh, preserved here for you. So that is what occurs in the first heaven. Following through so far then, initially the first stage was that the three angels came to the Prophet ﷺ before revelation had begun. Then they didn't come until after revelation began. Then occurred the incident of the 
splitting of the chest and the purification of the chest then after that he was taken up the ascension to the first heaven that is where he saw Adam alayhi salam gave him salam returned the salam that is also where he sees the two rivers and he's told that they are the sources of the Nile and the Euphrates and then he continues in that heaven and also he is shown Al-Kawthar Al-Kawthar which is mentioned in the narrations and in the Quran then after that he is taken up to the second heaven فَقَالَتِ الْمَلَائِكَةُ لَهُ مِثْلَ مَا قَالَتْ لَهُ الْأُولَى مَنْ هَذَا قَالَ جِبْرِيلْ قَالُوا وَمَنْ مَعَاكَ قَالَ مُحَمَّدْ صلى الله عليه وسلم قَالُوا وَقَدْ بُعِثَ إِلَيْهِ قَالَ نَعَمْ قَالُوا مَرْحَبًا بِهِ وَأَهْلًا So then when they arrived to the second heaven, the same incidents occur again in terms of their entrance. That the angels, they say, who is this? Has he been given revelation, etc.? They say yes, and then they eventually enter as well. ثُمَّ عَرَجَ بِهِ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ الثَّالِثَ then he goes to the third heaven and the same procedure occurs upon entry وَقَالُوا لَهُ مِثْلَ مَا قَالَتِ الْأُولَى وَالثَّانِيَ ثُمَّ عَرَجَ بِهِ إِلَى الرَّابِعَ فَقَالُوا لَهُ مِثْلَ ذَلِكَ ثُمَّ عَرَجَ بِهِ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ الْخَامِسَ فَقَالُوا مِثْلَ ذَلِكَ second heaven, third heaven, fourth heaven, fifth heaven, sixth heaven, seventh heaven the same thing happens every time when they knock on the door, who is this messenger? Has he been sent? Welcome to him. Those same thing happen. Things happen at every level as they enter those heavens. So every level, he also meets one of the prophets. In every one of those heavens, there is a prophet that is named. He named them. That I caught from them Idris in the second heaven, wa Harun fi Harun in the fourth heaven, wa Akhara fi al-Khamisalam ahfal ismahu. Another in the fifth heaven who I didn't memorize his name, wa Ibrahim fi al-Sadisa, Ibrahim in the sixth heaven, wa Musa fi al-Sabi'a. And Musa in the seventh heaven, having that virtue and superiority of the speech of Allah, Allah speaking to him. Musa. So Musa said, Rabbi lam adunna an yurtha alayya ahad. That Musa alayhi salam says, I did not think anybody would be raised above me. But then he is raised above that to a level that only Allah knows until, meaning the Prophet ﷺ is then raised above that until he comes to Sidrat al-Muntaha. وَدَنَ الْجَبَّارُ رَبُّ الْعِزَّةِ فَتَدَلَّى حَتَّى كَانَ مِنْهُ قَابَ قَوْسَيْنِ أَوْ أَدْنَى فَأَوْحَى اللَّهُ فِيمَا أَوْحَى إِلَيْهِ خَمْسِينَ صَلَاةً عَلَى أُمَّتِكَ كُلَّ يَوْمٍ وَلَيْلَةً This section you will recognize it as the ayat of the Qur'an the example there being given in the narration is exactly or almost identical to how it mentions it in the Qur'an so it mentions there uh, from that section onwards, what do they say? Until he comes to the 
Mm -hmm. Until he reaches the lot tree, and then beyond whom none may pass. Then the irresistible, the Lord of Honor, the Majesty approaches. And he came closer until Jibreel was two bow lengths or even less. Uh -huh. So then this section after that is the section you'll be aware of since we covered it before as well. This section coming up in the prayer book that we did a while back. Sifat al-Salah. Because on the night of al-Isra wal-Mi'raj is the night when the obligatory prayer was established. Uh, and so when did this incident occur? When did this night of al-Isra wal-Mi'raj occur in the timeline? The Prophet وسلم, became a prophet at the age of 40. The Hijra occurred how many years later? Nine years later? Ten years later? Thirteen years later. The Hijra occurred thirteen years later. So the Prophet ﷺ was approximately 53. And then the Prophet ﷺ lived in Medina for another ten years and he died at the age of 63. Where did this incident, where does it fit into that timeline? When did the night of Al-Isra wal-Mi'raj occur? So most of the scholars, they say it occurred three years or thereabouts before the Hijrah. So that would have been how many years after the prophethood began? Ten years. Approximately ten years after the prophethood began, two or three years before the Hijrah, as most of the scholars say, this night of Al-Isra wal-Mi'raj occurred. And that is the night on the section we're at now where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala obligates 50, five zero, 50 prayers upon the ummah of the Prophet every day and night, every 24 hours. So after this commandment from Allah comes 50 prayers for every day and night, then the Prophet descends and as he's descending, then in the sixth heaven is Musa alayhi salam, whom he comes across. فَاحْتَبَسَهُ مُوسَى فَقَالُ So Musa alayhi salam uh, holds him and, and takes a hold of him as he's passing by and says to him, O oh Muhammad, Ya Muhammad, مَا وَاَحِدَ إِلَيْكَ رَبُّكَ What has your Lord decreed upon you? قَالَ أَحِدَ إِلَيَّ خَمْسِينَ صَلَاةً كُلَّ يَوْمٍ the Prophet says, Allah has decreed upon me 50 prayers every night and day. فقال, Musa salam tells him, your ummah will not be able to burden that. They won't be able to do that. Go back and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to lighten it upon you and your ummah. So the Prophet then turns to Jibreel as though he is seeking some input from Jibreel as to what to do. 
Because right now they've been they've been given the commandment, Allah's given the commandment, the decree of fifty prayers. The Prophet has basically accepted that and is returning now. But Musa salam says, No, it's too much. Your Ummah will not be able to burden it. Go back and ask for less. So the Prophet looks to Jibreel for some input on this situation now. So Jibreel alayhi salam indicates to him, yes, if you wish. Meaning, yes, if you wish to go back and ask Allah for a lightening of this commandment, then yes. So then Jibreel takes him up again to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the mighty and majestic. So then he says, the Prophet says from his place, Ya Rabbi khaffif anna fa inna ummati la tastati'u hadha O my Lord, lighten it upon us for indeed my ummah cannot burden this فَوَضَعَ anhu عَشْرَ salawat. So then it is taken away How many prayers are taken away? Ten So it becomes forty prayers every day and night ثُمَّ رَجَعَ إِلَى مُوسَى فَاحْتَبَسَهُ فَلَمْ يَزَلْ يُرَدِّدُهُ Musa ila rabbihi hatta sarat ila khamsi salawat So then now it's become 40 and the Prophet ﷺ is returning and again Musa salam comes across him and asks him he tells him 40 Musa salam tells him still too much your ummah will not be able to burden 40 so again the Prophet ﷺ returns and it's made 30 again he comes again Musa salam says too much so then he goes back and it's made 20 and it keeps happening until it's down to five prayers every day and night so then when the Prophet salam is coming down and now it's been made to five Musa salam again tells him it's too much but this time the Prophet salam says that I have gone repeatedly back to my Lord to ask for a lightening until now I am shy to go and ask again I am going to be content with this and so then it is left upon that five with the reward of the original fifty in fact it mentions Musa Muhammad وَاللَّهِ لَقَدْ رَاوَدْتُ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ قَوْمِي عَلَىٰ أَدْنَى مِنْ هَذَا فَضَعُفُوا فَتَرَكُوا فَأُمَّتُكَ أَضْعَفُوا أَجْسَادًا وَقُلُوبًا وَأَبْدَانًا So when it was down to five, Musa alayhi salam tells the Prophet sallam that my ummah, Musa alayhi salam's ummah, Bani Israel, that I had, what I had with them was less than this. And still they were too weak and they left it. Your ummah is weaker in their bodies, in their hearts than what Banu Israel were in their hearing, in their seeing. So go back and ask for less. Meaning my ummah Banu Israel had less than this and they couldn't do it. Your ummah is weaker. They're not going to be able to do it. Go back and ask for less. كُلُّ ذَلِكَ يَلْتَفِتُ so every occasion the Prophet ﷺ was looking to Jibreel and Jibreel was not denying him that going back and asking again.
الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله So every time this incident occurred, the Prophet ﷺ would look to Jibreel. Jibreel would allow that to occur. They would go up and the reducement would occur, reduction would occur. Until when it got down to five, Musa ﷺ said what we just mentioned. فَرَفَعَهُ عِنْدَ الْخَامِسَةِ فَقَالَ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ أُمَّتِ ضُعَفَاءَ أجسادهم وقلوبهم وأسماعهم وأبدانهم فخفف عنا فقال الجبار يا محمد قال لبيك وصعديك قال إنه لا يبدل القول لدي كما فرضت عليك في أم الكتاب قال فكل حسنة بعشر أمثالها فهي خمسون في أم الكتاب وهي خمس عليك In this hadith it mentions that on the five prayers occasion that they returned again and this time Allah the Prophet said my Lord indeed my ummah is weak in their bodies in their hearts in their hearing etc so make it lighter upon them so then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that O Muhammad calls upon Muhammad Muhammad replies labbayk wa sa'adayk meaning that I am here in your obedience in your service that this statement now of the five prayers that is not going to be changed just like I have obligated upon you what do they refer to it as? that's it? Uh, so uh, uh, just as I have obligated it upon you in the mother of the book he said every good deed will be for 10 good deeds every good deed is multiplied by 10 and so it is 50 meaning the preserved tablet and it is 5 upon you in your records in your deeds it will count for 50 even though it is only five. فَرَجَعَ إِلَى مُوسَى فَقَالَ كَيْفَ فَعَلْتَ فَقَالَ خَفَّفْ عَنَّا 
أعطانا بكل حسنة عشر أمثالها قال موسى قد والله راودت بني إسرائيل على أدنى من ذلك فتركوه ارجع إلى ربك فليخفف عنك أيضا قال رسول الله وسلم يا موسى قد والله استحييت من ربي مما اختلفت إليه قال فهبط بسم الله قال واستيقظ وهو في مسجد الحرام So then after that occurs Musa السلام, still says but your ummah is weak etc go back then the Prophet says, but I have become shy of returning now after all these events. And so then he says to him, then descend in the name of Allah. Uh, and then he wakes up and he is in Masjid Al-Haram. He is in Masjid Al-Haram. What is Masjid Al-Haram? Because many of the scholars say the night of Al-Isra Al-Mi'raj occurred from his his bed from his house. So how come the hadith is referring to it as Masjid al-Haram? If it was actually his home. His home is Masjid al-Haram. This is one of the evidences, as a side point, one of the evidences some scholars used to say that the hundred thousand isn't just the Masjid the mosque, the Kaaba mosque, that it is the whole of the Haram area, which is obviously bigger than the mosque. It extends out the Haram area. They say, because look, it mentions in these narrations, even in the Quran, that he was taken from Al-Masjid Al-Haram. But the evidences tell us he was actually taken from his home. So his home is being referred to as the Haram too, even though it's not the actual mosque, the Kaaba mosque, which would therefore indicate that the Haram is a term that is greater than just the Kaaba mosque. It's the Haram area. Hence the opinion of some of the scholars that the hundred thousand counts in the whole of the Haram area of Mecca, not just the Kaaba masjid. But others of course have the opinion it is just the Kaaba masjid. That's the hadith, the notes on the hadith and what Shaykh Al-Athameen mentions regarding it uh, and the shahid from it, we'll do it next time inshallah ta'ala. Read that hadith carefully before next time. Uh, it's going to be in two weeks time now. Next Saturday is off. Next Saturday there will be no class. It's in two weeks time inshallah ta'ala, the weekend after Eid, Saturday what does it work out? 17th? Saturday, 17th of August then. Next week off, in two weeks time, inshallah, we'll carry on.